Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, mate. What is happening? Welcome to the Never Been Done podcast. The latest episode. CBS has the stinkiest stink face I've ever seen him make, which is, I've seen him make a lot of stink faces. I don't really think that's true, but okay. That I haven't seen you make a lot of stink faces, or that you have the stinkiest of one right now? Both things that are true. That was a delightful shot of tequila, gentlemen. How are you this evening? Doing good. Doing good. We're sticking with the, the episode thing, so since we've gotten this far, and it's it has become almost a... It's almost the herpes of this podcast. This is episode 45. <laughs> Legitimately. Like, it's there. Oh we don't want to talk about it, but it's there. So it's... <laughs> It's 45, episode oh, 45. my God. Welcome, one and all. Huzzah. How's it going, CBS? It's fine. How's your week going? Uh, you know, there's art stuff that's probably not going to show up on time for the Comic-Con, and episodes on other podcasts aren't getting done like they need to, and the local spin on it. The so local? Like, it's all a mess. The local con? Si, senor. When is that? Uh, it is on October 12th. Hey, that's pretty good. Nice. That's a Saturday, yeah? It is. Cool. Not, not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday. Sweet. Depending when you listen to this, it's October 12th. So, you know, use your phone. There's a calendar in there. Check out the Top 5 Comics booth and the CBS's Badass Art booth. Is that what it's called? Oh, you get two? I don't necessarily think that's a name for it. I mean, I draw stuff, so... The I mean, CBS's Badass Art booth. That's what I'm going to call it. I mean, you, you can, I guess. I'm not going to stop you, but at the same time... That's what we're calling it. Wasn't it all super fucking raining last year? It was on loadout, yeah. It was terrible. Like Just they, the whole day, I felt like it was... It was kind of... Well, I mean, it happens in October, so that makes it rough. And, like, the year before that, it was, like, perfectly clear. And, like, all the way through to Halloween. And then last year, it was, like, I don't know, kind of rainy that morning, and it was really rainy at loadout. It made loading stuff out horrible. And they were trying to do, like, this costume parade um, down Main Street to the other event at Avalon, and, like, that ruined all that because... The weather was just god-awful, mm-hmm. so no one wanted to walk through the rain, cost, which is understandable, especially in October. Mark. Yeah, like a parade or whatever. Costume parade, I guess. Gross. That's not... I don't think it means what you think it means. Creeps me out. I don't like parades. Oh, come on, man. I don't. We were in a parade once. It's fun. Yeah, and I hate them. I mean, and you, and oh, you know, you, you, and you yeah. know that. I, you know I enjoyed it. It was fun. I always say that if I'm going to kill myself, the way I'm going to go out is I'm going to jump off of a large, tall building into a parade and just ruined everybody's day. I'm pretty sure that's the first time I've ever heard that. No, I've said it a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Like, the goal, like, the Watch ult- out for the air floaties, dude, because I could see you, like, bouncing off one of those and not dying. But if you bounce off and then bounce <laughs> even farther and then, like... Lands on the back of Pikachu. The goal was awesome. to, like, land... You bounce fl- off and land on, like, a canopy and roll off of it and be fine. <laughs> John Wicket. Yeah. <laughs> like the Macy's Day, Thanksgiving Day Parade, just jump her off and just ruin everybody's Thanksgiving nationwide. Like, oh my God, man kills himself on Thanksgiving Day Parade. Or. And my shirt just says, I hate parades. You could jump onto one of the air floaty things, but like holding a knife in front of yourself so that you would just pop it and like fucking fall all the way through it. But I don't think that would kill me. I think that would stop me. No way. It'd be like a parachute, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I think you would still die for sure. I mean, maybe the helium, breathing all that in, maybe? There's no helium, it's just hot air. Is it really hot air in those yeah. things? Yeah. 
Hmm. It's well, just hot case. air, like a hot air balloon. It might be Bernie then. It's just warm air, like a hot air balloon. Okay. Whatever. I but, don't know what's in those things. So anyway, yeah, I just don't like parades. Well, it's, it's sad. Everybody loves a parade, except for you, apparently. Oh, uh, I've never heard. I'm not like, I'm pretty impartial. I don't really care either way. Right? I mean, it's like, who gives a fuck? They're fun. It's When's like, the last time I actually went to a parade? I have no idea. Right. They're fucking garbage. Well, going to them, I mean, if it's cold in the winter, right. unless you're in it, in that case, it's awesome. So I'm trying to up my uh, my vocabulary tonight, too. Like, so there's three words that I say too much. One of them is like, one of them is brilliant, and one of them is garbage. So I'm not, like, I'm going to give myself five of each of those tonight. You do say garbage a lot. Yeah, so I'm going to try it. Like, this one, just explaining that doesn't count as one of them. But, I, <laughs> but when I called the parade, that, that does count. Okay, then. What's a better word for garbage? Trash. You say trash, too, though. Piles of shit. I mean, I should say that's the same thing, though. Toxic waste. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's we deep. got some options that's here. That's deep thinking there. Toxic waste. Good job. All right, I got my counter. I'm ready. <laughs> Silly. Yeah, it's a parade suck. And I don't agree with that, but okay. Well, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'd like maybe, watching. Maybe if it, you wouldn't I mean, have fun. Yes, yeah, I've never. I don't like watching that. Have you ever done it? I mean, you must have at one point in time. Watched it? Yeah. No, when I when I wake up on Thanksgiving morning and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch the parade. I'm like, I'm gonna watch football. Well, football comes on after the parade. Mm, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Just well, unless you're watching college. If you're watching college football, then that's different. Or then I just watch planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> that's a good. That's or a good Dutch. Movie. Uh, depending who's around, sure. Or what's the other Thanksgiving movie? Are those the only two that we decided? No, there's a couple other ones. There's some others, but not. Home Alone's mm. kind of a Thanksgiving I mean, one. Charlie Brown Great Pumpkin is kind of Thanksgiving. That's more Halloween. But then there's the the Thanksgiving Charlie Brown song is good. Anyway. It's kind of like the um, the opening band for the headliner, Thanksgiving for Christmas. So it's like they go together, but it kind of gets overlooked, you know? Sure. It's the middle holiday, so it's the Hello Kitty. Well, you just Halloween. Which you is just awesome. eat a bunch of food. You don't exchange gifts with anybody, right? right so it's right. like you're just a fat ass instead of there being like something for you to feel good about. <laughs> <laughs> I just those. That's right. it's my Thanksgiving, Christmas. Those are my two faves. I don't like New Year's and I don't like Halloween. Those are my I'm like. Eh. I don't need an excuse to drink. You know what I mean? Like, my excuse to drink is, oh, I work really hard. I earned it. I can drink whenever I want to. That's my excuse to drink. Or, oh, one of my best friends is grumpy all of the fucking time and makes me depressed about life, so I need to drink when I'm around him. CBS. That's not true. About. Like, really, you're not going to put that on me. That's not my fault. You do whatever you do with your own time. It's not my fault. I don't think anyone needs an excuse to drink anymore because everyone just drinks too much. So, you know. You do? You think everybody does? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I think the more time goes on, the more I notice, like, even myself, like, fuck, dude. It's like an epidemic right now. Like, people are just getting shit-faced all the time. Do you think that we went through the, you went through that whole, like, those, that whole time when you were on unemployment, you just drank constantly every day. Do you think that's oh, yeah, worse than that? It's not as bad as that, no. So but there you go. You're for bad. me, but for other people, I see it, like, a lot more now. I went through some years when I was just constantly drunk, so. Oh, I do. So I got some feedback. Um, and CBS is a fan favorite about how he's just so adorable and like curmudgy, curmudgingly, curmudgedly. Like what's like, just like you're kind of grumpy, but like in a cute way. I guess. What, what, what's your nonsense? What's my nonsense? Yeah, you said you had feedback, something. Yeah, we're t- they were talking about you're a fan, you're the fan favorite. Cause oh. like, of you, like, they look have just how <laughs> grumpy and like angry you are, but uh, it's in a cute way. And I was like, really? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like being around it every day. Like how everyone loves Cartman. <laughs> like that? Uh, that doesn't seem like the same thing. No. Well, I don't really think everybody loves Cartman either. Yeah. I love Cartman. I love Cartman. I mean, well, that explains a lot then. And uh, when the microphone's turned off, you're as just as racist as Cartman. That's so. not true. <laughs> that really isn't. It's like you say stuff, and it's, yeah, that's not true. What's that racist term you came up with for uh, Eskimos the other day? I nothing. I don't have any idea what you're talking about. An Iggy? An I- like, because they no. live in igloos? An Iggy? That's not... Or something like that? That's something you made good. up just now. It was good. It was a good one. The only time I've ever said Iggy anything is Iggy Pop nonsense. That has nothing to do with anything that you're talking about. Iggy Pop's a good singer. He, he looks like a walking skeleton. He's just fit. I guess. That's one way to look at it. Anyway. So, today, we are doing... Richard Kelly, but we have a shit ton of news to talk about first. We do have quite a bit of news. Um, it's pretty intense. So it was a really good week of uh, movie information and news. So, uh, shall we? Sure. So, what's in the news? Set it off. What's in the news? All right. Um, the top of my list, Star Wars tops everything today. So, we're going to lead with that. J.J. Abrams said he would have made Last Jedi differently than Ryan Johnson, but yet, when Last Jedi was getting ready to come out, J.J. Abrams said it's the movie he wished that he was making. So I don't know what that actually means. It means that he wished he was the one making that movie because it should have been better. Because he loved the script. Oh, I don't know about that. That's what it, that's the original news we can go back to. Well, there was a general script beforehand, right? Like an outline that they knew about. But then whoever directed it got to actually kind of do what they want with it. But the good thing about The Last Jedi is it doesn't contradict anything that happens in Force Awakens. And so, like, the retconning that everybody's assuming is going to happen probably isn't going to happen. It's just they're going to focus. Everybody thought the the massive focus was going to be on all the the Knights of Ren and who's Snoke and all these things. And they didn't really touch on any of that stuff. So, um yeah, I feel like Ryan Johnson just kind of, I think he skipped some things that people wanted to see, but maybe we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. They try to sabotage the whole thing. It's like a contest to see who can screw who the worst. Um, That's what he thought it was. I'm pretty sure. I, I think I think he... It's like, a, oh, I'm going to work on Star Wars. Whoever the next director is, good luck, everybody. It's like a trap. I don't think so. I think pretty it's sure. a movie. But, um, 
Whatever. There is a weird leak on Twitter that I think I showed both of you guys of the figure of Ray with an robot hand. Yeah. And a regular hand. And it looked pretty real. I've since seen another photo of a, a three and three quarter figure that I guess got sold at a Walmart somewhere in Texas or something that was not supposed to be out on the shelves. But the representative at the front, whenever the person went to check out, the little story says that they came up as a unavailable item, and so the person just went through and manually did it. And that figure does not have the robot arm, which I thought was kind of weird, because they've spoiled things before with action figure releases, especially with Star Wars, like gave away key plot elements. That, that, and like, yeah, that was a Star Wars black. Um, the, the yeah, this is a different set, but the same like company makes them. So no, but they could have a regular figure and then like the. Oh no! Yeah, as far as the figures are concerned, they can both be legit. Like it doesn't look fake. So oh, and why you'd make that as a fake? But there's also weird. there's also photos that I've seen of a C three PO figure that comes with Chewbacca's um, bowcaster. Yeah, interesting. Like, and that might explain the red eyes. Like, he's got some droid kill thing inside of him. He got his gold arm back, too, right? He does. Yeah. Like, in the in the comics, there was a storyline they did for a character named Dr. Aphra. And, like, her C-3PO unit inside is an IG-88. So it's like a... Inside, it's an assassin droid. I was trying to think of a car analogy, and I'm not really a car person, so... It'd be like putting a Volkswagen Beetle inside of a Ferrari... Does that make sense? The other way around, probably. The, the other way around, yeah. For inside of Volkswagen Beetle. So, if anybody knows Star Wars, like, really in in depth, there is a character, like, from the Expanded Universe named Mara Jade. She go, she was the Emperor's Hand, um, the one that, like, did his bidding, but then went on to marry Luke Skywalker um, in the comics and the books and such. And they had a son named Ben, things like that. Um, right. When Disney bought Star Wars... It, and Lucasfilm, they got rid of a bunch of that shit. They like just got rid of a ton of things, but they're slowly bringing some of that stuff back. So, when it comes to Mara Jade, I guess in one of the bathroom stalls at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, there is some writing on the wall that you can download an app to translate the writing, and the writing says Mara Jade lives. Very random, I know. Like, you both are looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. But, so... When um, John Favreau was asked if Mara Jade is going to be in The Mandalorian, he didn't just straight up say no. He's like, I'm not answering that question. And so the also rumor is because the Galaxy's Edge, the creation of that takes place and and Star Wars continuity between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker, they're saying that Mara Jade might appear in The, the Rise of Skywalker. That might She might make her film debut then. Yeah, it's weird to have her, though, especially with Luke being bumped off. That's kind of pointless. Like, the two things are married together, like... You don't necessarily... I, they don't have to be, but her whole purpose when she was sent out by the Emperor was to kill Luke. Then when she confronts him, like, realizes that maybe she's wrong about stuff and gets all lovesick about it, and so that's how they lead to the marriage thing, but... In the with, comics? Yeah. So if you're going to take the same character and then drop her in the movie verse and be just be like, oh, yeah, by the way, she's a... I don't know... A Kaibo instructor in space. Yeah. Right, it's pointless. Weird. It's weird that you're so angry about that. But. It just seems okay. it's just so annoying. So what actually happened, maybe in the movie plot part of it, is that... So Ben is Luke and Mara's son, and then Ray 
is maybe Han and Leia's daughter, and they flip-flopped for some reason. Traded kids? Yeah. It seems like a totally different kind of movie, but I do like what you're going with. It's just the first thing that came to mind when you started talking about it. Yeah, but there's been so much said between the two things, and both of them chasing after the kid the way they did. Doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense. Not that they wouldn't look after Luke's nephew, or Luke's son, if they were supposed to be well, raising him. In the, in the books and in the comics and all the... It, it was called the... Uh, the expanded universe. Yep. Um, back in the day, Luke and Mara got married. There was that part, but Han and um, Leia got married and had twins, and they were named Jaina and Jaken. And then they had a third. They had a third kid, and his name was um. What was his name? The third son. I thought Anakin. Was, I thought it was named after the grand. Anakin. Yeah. Anakin. So they had three kids. And uh, the two were twins. Jane and Jake were twins, and Jake ended up going to the dark side, and um, Jane had to kill him. Yep. Blah blah. But actually, Jake actually kills Mary Jade in the expanded universe, so mm-hmm. she's not alive in the expanded universe at, at the end of that. But regardless, I mean, it's all whatever. I just I just thought that was fascinating that they put that they put like this hidden thing on a bathroom That's stall. That's pretty weird. And, it does make me question who put it there, really? But that's it's weird that that was there at all. So, okay. So, anyway. It's interesting, if nothing else. So, on from Star Wars, Spider-Man is back with the MCU, and I told both of you guys that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah for one more film is what the deal says. Uh, it's actually two. Is it two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one full one, and he's already part of another oh, one. the cameo, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really okay. a cameo, he's just, it's, he's in another one. It's kind of mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch being, will be in, um... The Doctor, Doctor, Strange, Doctor Strange movie. That's interesting. I kind of wonder, and just from the like phrasing in the little article I read, which is just somebody interpreting whatever was said to them, with it being one more film, like normal film, Spider-Man film, it made me wonder if it was a one more day scenario, but for the Marvel Universe. And I don't like that idea, but it makes me makes me think that might be a possibility. A lot of the rumor and th- things I was reading was that they were going to do a. It's going to kind of like really separate the Marvel universe into um, multiple multiple dimensions, and that that's going to that's going to be where they introduce a lot of those things. I guess we'll see. But whatever. I think that like I think that what is going on is they're just going to like oh we got two more movies then we'll. Expand the contract to more and to more and to more. It's just right. like, it's one of those things I, I don't. Well, when the original breakup. It's a money thing at the end oh, of yeah, the day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, when the original breakup happened in the first place, uh, uh, there was uh, some talk about, I think it's Apple was trying to buy Sony or had put a filler out about wanting to buy Sony. And I think part of that not renewing when they did was because they were fielding that as a thing. At this point, I haven't heard anything else about it, and there's been nothing else talked about it, but they also tanked the stock to Sony whenever they made that announcement. So Disney Marvel made the original announcement about the breakup, and Sony's stock that, like, that, that day fell, not like completely, but crazy, compared to normal drops. So I'm sure it rebounded now, but I have a feeling that probably stopped whatever merger was supposed to be in the feelers about. We'll get to some Apple stuff in a second, but... Um like regarding the Spider-Man thing, um, the original one of the original end credit scenes, Ned was supposed to be with Peter, and they were both just both supposed to scream together, and yeah. it was like one of the original, but they didn't end up using it. 
but and they have since started like some like ongoing website with J. Jonah Jameson, like oh, like for his fake newspaper. Yeah, like a real nice. like, streaming. Thing. That's cool. I was like, like ongoing, that. so it seems kind of cool. It's an interesting idea. Anything about that, Tyler? I think they should make like four more Spider-Man movies, right? With Holland, because because he's great. Well, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, take advantage of that while you can. You got a good Spider-Man. He's young. Crank four more movies out of that shit. You know, like take that kid. I, I think doing at least one is good, though. The way they kind of ended that, where Jay Jonah called him out for being Spider-Man. I'm just like, I wonder. I have a few things that they haven't answered. Like, one, like, he's on a date swinging MJ through the city. Like, why doesn't, he, why don't you see that little spider boner pop out when he's, like, carrying that chick? And number two, did Peter, like, ha- I mean, did Tony, like, build the suit to, like, hide his, like, teenage boner in that suit so then he doesn't have to worry about that? Those are things that I worry about. I wonder, you know? I, th- I think you might be the only Probably one. Probably automatically hides it up in his waistband. Because when you were 16... And you were holding a girl in your lap. You can't tell me you didn't have a boner. Yeah, yeah. But the main difference is I wasn't like swinging true. through the city on a rope. Exactly, it heightens That's a the very that different kind of thing. It heightens the excitement, man. If you say so. I like how I'm the one that's crazy on this, but really, like, think back when you were 16. Like the wind, the strong wind walking down the hallway would give you a boner. I don't necessarily remember it being that way, but yeah, hitting a pothole on the road, right? That would give me a boner. Right? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Mm, weird. Even like a little bump in the road. Like, oh, there's that. Like I'd like, I'd, you know, people would hit the like the little like wake the wake up things on the side of the road. I'd be like, oh, I got a boner now, unfortunately. <laughs> that vibration, man, gets you. It does get you. So Guardians 3... James Gunn says took him a year to write the script for it. Um, and his brother, who's his brother? Sean. Sean, Sean said that like he'll probably they'll he the the quote says they will probably revisit the script one more time before they start filming. So I don't know if Sean helped him write part of that or what. It would make sense. They're fucking brothers. Um, well, he's part of that franchise too, actor-wise. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, just like, but as writers, though, you think they probably work together a little bit. Um, but they did say that Thor four, uh, the Love and Thunder, whatever, mm-hmm. chronologically, like in the MCU and um, release date wise, will both happen before Guardians three. So Thor being with the Guardians, they're not sure what, like the question, they're questioning where if that's going to happen or what's going to go on with that. Interesting. Hmm. Seems like a. I I can't. You know, it, with the Thor, the Thor four, other than him just cameoing in it, he's not really like a super necessary part for that story. I mean, they're both around at the same time, yeah, but it still begs the question: like, well, how did she become Thor? Which I'm sure they'll make something up. I mean, whatever. But I really think it's going to be one of the situations where, like, something happens to Thor and she's got to pick up the hammer and she's... Yeah, but there's no hammer. That's the problem. But there is, though. No, there's not. There's but there there's is. the throwing axe, which is named Stormbreaker, which is not the same thing. Okay. So she picks up Stormbreaker, I guess. Um, awesome. But I find it unlikely that's the case. Because the last hammer... 
in the most recent movie, Steve Cap America supposedly returns, which also is weird because how do you get to Asgard, but whatever. You mean how do you get to Asgard? Well, when he time travels, he theoretically went back to return all the stones and had as much, well, I guess he could just use a time portal thing to get there. That, that's, that's easy. Yeah, why are you questioning Captain America, man? Because in, it doesn't matter. There's no way that he would have been on the park bench because it would have created a different reality. So him showing up magically on the park bench doesn't make any sense either, but it doesn't matter. They, their time travel is ridiculous. Why didn't, why didn't Captain America smash some hood rats before going back in time to be with a lady? Then just to, like, die as an old man. Wait, He's what? Captain America. <laughs> he can bone whoever he wants. Like, why wouldn't he have, like, played the field a little bit in the future before going back to the past and being like... Do you think the super soldier serum made his penis get bigger? For sure, everything else got bigger. <laughs> like, do you think he's got his own knee breaker? <sighs> yeah, dude. Totally. I wonder that as well. He's got probably the the baby's forearm holding an apple deal going on. Right. But you know what I'm saying? He could get like up to date with like future sex stuff and just kill it. Who knows it, what he did, though? And then go back in time. And what she'd if, be like, what are you doing to what me? If, I don't know what this is. What if... He, <laughs> Why are you looking at my butthole? That's so... Uh, that's Oh, pardon me. Why are you... Oh. And that could be the whole story behind how rim jobs became a thing to be in the first place. So you're saying Captain America invented the rim job. I think it's very possible. That is possible. He's like, Tony taught me this. They're like, who's Tony? Because oh. <laughs> you know Tony Stark gave tons of rim jobs. I'm just saying. For sure. Okay. I would think so. I know CBS has got quiet. It's ridiculous. There's some logic in what we just spoke of. That's all, you know. It's ridiculous. So I want I to ask a couple questions. I don't know if... I'm just going to do it now. So here's my question, and I want your guys' thoughts, because... I'm gonna. I'm calling it this. It might out. Uh, might be called this online as well. But there is going to be such thing as the streaming wars. It's going to happen. It's already starting to happen. And I wanted to get your guys' feel on that because streaming it's, wars. Mm-hmm. Because there's Disney Plus. There's Apple Plus. There's Netflix. There's NBC Universal streaming. There's um. What what are the other ones? Netflix. I said Netflix. Oh, did you? Yeah, there's a couple others, but they're like, I think streaming services. DC Universe? DCs. So Warner Brothers, I think, will be. Probably Apple. But no, they're connected to AT&T. So if AT&T has one, they'd be AT&T, I guess. But it's just, I think it's going to be kind of a massive streaming war, like beating prices, who can do the best thing. Um, I do know that, which leads them an next bit of news, that supposedly Apple Plus bought the, which I thought it was going to be a Netflix movie, but. Apple Plus bought the rights to that Irishman movie? I knew someone did. I just didn't know who. And so, and then Apple Plus, is, their goal is actually to release every movie that they put out um, two weeks to a month before they put it on the streaming service in the theaters. So they can actually make some money on it? Yeah, right, which makes logical sense. Yeah. But, um, so, but I didn't even know Apple Plus was going to be a thing. Did you guys know about that one? I mean, they might as well get in the race. I mean, Why not? So it's going to be like just all this money. Oh, Amazon Prime is one. Oh well. yeah, Amazon. Um, it's just it's going to be interesting. Like, cable's kind of dead, so it's going to be like. It's just a matter of time before some company manages the will enough 
cash and benefits to make a platform that sells you everything as one thing. I mean, Disney's already doing it with their properties, so it's just well, a matter well, of time before something else builds that. And it's just like cable again. The cable is like has become a monopoly. There's only like two companies that own cable companies now, and it's like mm. it's it's kind of fucking garbage. You don't really like we don't have another option in Grand Junction for cable company. Like we mm. have Charter Spectrum, we have Spectrum. That's what we have. So like, if you want cable, you get that or Direct TV. And that's kind of what you get. And it's like... And that's satellite, so it's different. Right. right. And so it's just and like... They have those, those like it, antenna things that aren't actually antennas. But it's a monopoly, man. Well, that, yeah, in our area, but in the rest of the world, there's Cox and there's... Uh, but then the, in those areas... Charter? Are, no, Charter's the same thing. No, Charter's still around, isn't it? No, Charter got bought by Spectrum. Okay, that's right. And Spectrum got bought by, like, I think... Warner Brothers. It's like it's all like one big company. It's becoming one big company. Warner owns Cox, I think. I'm Warner, right? Yeah. They own Cox. They're probably gonna own everything. But the but there's no more cable though. Like people don't want cable anymore. Like what's the point? There's still a pile of people. If I can pay for it, if I can get if I can get online and be like, okay, I want, I want to watch. NBC Sports, because I want to watch soccer. I want to watch ESPN. I want to watch NFL Red Zone. And I want to watch um, Disney movies or, like, all the stuff that Disney owns. And I, I select those four things, and it costs me this much money a month. Like, hopefully that's the direction it's going, because I have a thousand fucking channels that I don't want to watch. Like, I have... They don't let me have... Like, I've asked, like, I want to get rid of all these channels. I just want the sports channels or this or this. And they're like, well... You have to have this package, this package, or this package, and it gives you all these other amazing channels. Like, I'm never going to fucking watch those, ever. So, like, that's... the that's part of the entire trap, man. But, but that's the monopoly thing, but that's the streaming services are... They're... they're that's going to... That's deleting that. It's only a matter of time before the same thing happens with streaming services. As far I like as how like, you're so negative. Like, this could be a positive thing for all of us. Yeah, as long as you have cracked Rokus, then yeah. You don't have to worry about it at all. Perfect. I don't know. What do you think, Tyler? I'd like to think at some point that there would be a streaming service where I can get just the channels that I want. But so far, that's not a thing. Right. Anyway. And I really liked, actually, the the thing that's like Sling TV called Fubo. Fubo? I've never even heard of that. It's called Fubo TV. It's very new, but... I did a trial of it, and it's it seems better than Sling, so maybe there will be more companies that do that same thing that are better as well. Right. As the NFL, just some like a small side note, like I wonder why that they like they're like they're putting their fucking shit in the ring with the cable companies when like they're like, hey, we can people just want us, people just want the games. I think it's a contracting. Right. I'm There'd sure be no is. reason mm-hmm. that you couldn't do that if it wasn't have something, some kind of contract going on there. Like, and maybe who knows when that expires? But maybe it's soon. Maybe right. something will happen soon where they'll be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're gonna take all this money ourselves. Isn't Red Zone kind of kind of what that is anyway? No, but Red Zones. I mean, you get Red Zone if you have NFL the NFL app on your phone. Right. I think you get it. DirecTV has a different version of it, but um, and then Cable has their version of it, but that's it. Like, and then like on Sling or Fubu or Fubo, you can buy like you have to buy a base package. 
So it's still kind of like cable in that sense. Right. Where like the cheapest one I think is $40 and then you have to add like a $10 sports package and then you get Red Zone and NFL Network. So what we're saying is when is that contract up so that NFL can just be like, we're going to sell you NFL Network and Red Zone by itself for this much a month. Because that's all I fucking want. Because I have NBC Gold, and NBC Gold gives me all the premier, the soccer Premier League games. Like, that's it. Like, that's what I get. Like, I get every single game. It's basically the NFL ticket, but for soccer. And then all the other NBC Sports things that are going on. But I don't have to have NBC Sports. I mean, I do have it on my TV. Like, I have cable, but, like, I don't have to have that. So if I cancel cable, I'd still have NBC Sports Gold. And I get, I could watch all the Premier League games that way. So I would think NFL would finally get their shit together and figure that out. Cause, like, well, I'm don't sick. they still do the NFL ticket? Isn't that still a thing? Only through DirecTV. It's DirecTV. Oh. And you can't get it through anything else. There's supposedly you could do it through PlayStation, but it's only in select areas. Right. And, and same with Microsoft, but it's still like $350 a year. To do it. And as far as like other streaming services, like back in the day, PlayStation had their own streaming network. They still do. Do they? View. I think it's called does PlayStation it, does View. Does it do anything? Because it's like it. It does, but price wise, it's. I think it's more expensive than Sling and Fubo. Gotcha. Is it better? I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, so in the same in the same uh, like thing that we're going we're talking about. Um, the Irishman, I did bring that up. It's early reviews. It has a, it debuted at a 100 on Rotten Tomato. Um, they say the early reviews on it, it's a, it's in, like Scorsese's finest film so far and it's incredible, which is a lot to say about Scorsese because he's done some brilliant things. Um, it also, the one weird thing that I did read about it because I started doing some digging is that they do a, a CG de-aging of Robert De Niro at some point in the movie, and they say it's really fucking weird looking. So oh, that's crazy. Like kind of like the Carrie Fisher shit. For, for that's too bad. Well, whoever there's a couple been a couple other ones. There's a couple that look weird, yeah. But that's that's unfortunate that they weren't able to get that to look better. They just said it was weird to see, like, but I was like, I don't, I'll have to see it. But right, a 100 debut on Rotten Tomatoes, pretty awesome. I mean, I'm sure it'll go down eventually, but. Right. There's always some asshole who doesn't like shit. Doesn't surprise me about Scorsese. I mean, yeah. And the story itself alone is amazing. So it's like, is he probably didn't have to dramatize that up too much. It's like basically about Jimmy Hoffa. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty fucking rad. So, um, Tony Todd is returning as the Candyman in Jordan Peele's sequel. And he hasn't been um, Candyman since 1999. Oh, that's cool. He still looks like the same dude. He's the original Candyman. Yeah. The scary... The scary black dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's scary. Jordan Peele's bringing him back. That's cool. Nice. Um, Jonah Hill is possibly playing either the Riddler or Penguin in the Batman movie. Well, that guy. I don't agree with the Riddler thing, but I think I could probably see him if they do it. They a saying, certain way as the penguin. That's like the third time, third character they've named him as, because they said Rashad Ghoul, and I thought that was ridiculous. And like, apparently he's holding out for more money, and I say that's ridiculous too. It's Rashad Ghoul. Whatever. Rash <laughs> Rash. Um, the Black Widow movie is officially done filming. Um, 
Jason Bateman is in talks to direct, co-write, and star in the new Ryan Reynolds Clue film. So, like, those two working together, I think, would be great. I mean, they're both funny, so yeah. Because they both have that same, very similar sense of humor. That's a movie I think that could be done well with today's technology. Right. Hopefully not too over-the-top CGI, but, like, a little bit would be cool. Keanu Reeves praises a very ambitious Matrix 4 script. Which I thought was... I'm into it. I like the Matrix. Yeah, Matrix 1. Were 2 and 3 as good as 1? No, but... I mean, I I can do more Matrix. I think maybe, like, technology's gotten to a point where... We'll see. Could be. And I just think the technology was the problem. Didn't they Didn't the story just finish, though? Yeah, it did. It ended in a way that was, like, over. But because the Matrix and everything repeats, according to the, I think, the third movie? Doesn't he turn gold and, like, get all fancy uh, and turn to Jesus at the end or something? Yeah, kind of. He gets out of control. But in that same movie, we see a, a scene where he's in the, I don't know, the brain of everything, watching himself on a bunch of different versions of the same thing that happened. So, I mean, you could restart from the beginning and there'd be no different. You could just have a hacker, like, fuck some shit up somewhere and just like, oh, like, undo a bunch of stuff. Like, who knows? Damn, CBS. You're going crazy over there. That's what happens. Um, Glitch in the Matrix, man. I'm telling you. Jurassic 3 has officially announced that Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum will all officially be returning for that, that movie. That's cool. Did you guys watch the short film? Uh, the Jurassic World 3 short film. No. Is it real? It's like 12 minutes long. It's on YouTube. It's called Battle at Something. Is it real, though? Yeah. Oh. I have not. No idea. It was released, like, I think a little over a week ago. Huh. I'll be damned. Keep that in mind. It's it's pretty cool. Check it out. It's a little, uh, little short film with some Easter eggs in it. Tom Hanks is... um going to be taking on the role of a character in one of my favorite books called A Man Named Ove. Um, it was originally a, well, it's originally a book, but then I, they did a, like a Swedish film, and it's all subtitled, and I, I didn't even know that they made the film, the subtitled one, so I'm going to watch it soon, because I'm excited, because it looks amazing. I watched the trailer for it last night, but um, he's going to play Ove in the new movie, and I think that he will be amazing at it. What's the name of the movie? A Man Called Ove. And huh. it's about an old man, his wife dies, and then he's just like super crotchy, grumpy old man, and like some people move in next door to him, and he, they kind of befriend him, but he's just like, this is the way that it is, this is like how I'm going to do things, and like people need to mow their lawn this, this size, and people need to follow these rules, and then he like, is just keeps trying to kill himself, but he keeps failing. So, it's a really fucking great book, and, but, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks is going to be in, Going, to, he's making that and going to be Ove. Nice. Um, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes has casted their Baroness, so now Storm Shadow Snake Eyes and Baroness have all been cast for the movie. Cool, it's exciting. Um, and last but not least, one th- exciting thing that I've just been dying to talk about because it's my favorite, one of my favorite things in the world. There's um, Saved by the Bell TV sequel has been greenlit and. Mario Lopez and Elizabeth Berkeley are supposedly supposed to reprise their roles as a married couple. And uh, 
Zach Morris has gone on to be the the uh, governor of California and closes down some uh, underfunded schools and moves a bunch of like those kids to Bayside High because it's an overperforming school and it's just like how those kids deal with that. So it's kind of a girl meets world or Fuller House type reboot, like sequel type thing. So fuck it. I love Saved by the Bell. I don't give a shit. I'll watch it. (laughs) I'm into the idea. And I think that like Elizabeth Berkeley was like the one that was like the least all about Saved by the Bell shit after the fact. And she's going to be in it. She's the character who's married to the other character though. Her and uh, Lopez, their characters were married through the... Not married, married, like they were connected through the series. Was no, they not weren't. that the others weren't. Yeah, weren't they a couple no. at the end of it? They were They were a couple yeah. in the original series. Yeah. But Jesse Spano, her character wasn't in the college years. She wasn't in um, any other shit. Do we count those? Zach and Kelly were the ones that were connected through the whole thing. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Zach Morris slash... Mark Paul Gosler. Well, I'm aware who the guy is. He's got another TV show on NBC right now where he's bringing a batch of hippie family into the regular commune of the world, trying to make his mixed couple kids fit in school dressed like dirty hippies. No, I think you're thinking of somebody else. Will this one make it past one season? Right? That's the real question. No, he was in a show with, like, he was, like, smuggling some young girl, like, who has... That's a totally different show. Yeah, that's the last thing he did. No, there's there's a newer one since then. Mm, I follow him on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm pretty positive that's the dude. You would. Why wouldn't I? (laughs) Pretty positive that's the dude. That Jurassic World short is called Battle at Big Rock. Battle of Big Rock. Yeah. Nice. Short film, but it's cool. That's cool. Battle of Big Rock. Good luck with that. The Passage is the one I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. The Passage, wasn't that a movie? No, it's the TV show I was talking about. Hmm. He was in one episode of Mixed-ish. Is that what you're talking about? Mm, I don't know what with the name on, of the with show on, is supposed with, to be. With Anders from Workaholics? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the name of it was. The character that appears in the one commercial I've seen, he looks like he's a father figure in the show. I'm pretty positive it's him. I guess now I'm going to have to try to look it up and show it to you because I don't remember what the thing was called. I just IMDB'd it. I'm pretty sure it's not him. Is there anybody that looks just like him? Does he have a clone in the world? No. no He's Zach sure fucking him. Morris, man. I'm aware who he is. I'm pretty positive that was him, and I thought it was really weird that was the guy they were using for that show. All right. Well, it's going to be amazing, and I'm going to use one of my allotted words for this. <laughs> it will be brilliant. So there's one. I'm going to put a check mark right there. There you go. Anyway, that's all I got. You said garbage once already, too. I, already said, I put it on there. Okay. What do I say a lot? Mm, depends on what show it is. Hmm, okay. You say the N-word a lot. No, I don't. Nuts. I don't even think I say that a lot. <laughs> D's nuts. I like to put D's nuts on your face. I might say face. dangus a lot. Dangus. You say dangus, I say dangus a lot. I would say it's an overly used amount, but maybe. I don't know. I'm just trying to be the best Josh I can be. In the army. Good job. Yeah. Okay. So on to the uh oh, Tyler's gonna crack it. 
So what were we talking about? Frosty beverage. Richard Kelly. Okay. The Cohen brothers. I mean, it's kind of the same. Not really. <laughs> no, not at all. What's the other brothers that I was... Oh, the Farley... Fair, Fairly? Fairly brothers. What are we going to do them? Mm. That'd be a good one to do at some point. Let's do that next episode. We don't do much comedy shit. All right. All right, let's get let's get down to the dirty. Mr. Richard Kelly. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start by saying two of his favorite films are The Empire Strikes Back and Mad Max 2 The Road Warrior. So that's where he drew a lot of inspiration from. And good sequels, yeah. Yeah. Two and two. Um... His first movie, like I said, it's a short film. It's like 50 minutes long. It's called Visceral Matter. And the premise is a short and goofy film that explores the grisly results in experiments and teleportation. But it was one of those that, like, I have no idea where where it was ever screened or played on cable or whatever. Like, I, I can never find a copy of it, so... Hmm. 1997 short no film who knows like I've never seen it anywhere so no clue how that is but but yeah really first one I saw Donnie Darko 2001 CBS doesn't like it I love it <laughs> Josh is probably right in the middle so I'm pretty right in the middle We'll see how it goes. How Donnie Darko goes? Donnie Darko? Yeah. I don't like it. That's what we were talking about just now. So I like it and you two don't. Oh, he time traveled. See? The movie does make sense. Oh, yeah. wait. What are we talking about again? What about it doesn't make sense? <laughs> oh, my God. Seriously. No, that was a serious question. He doesn't even he doesn't even understand Save by the Bell. How is he going to understand? Oh, no. I understand Save by the Bell. Teenage Fantasy. No. Yeah. It's not Teenage Fantasy. What it is is that Zach it's Morris It's daydream is, of that character from another show he was in playing the same character. No, it's Zach Morris is Screech's Tyler Durden. <laughs> if that was the truth, that would be kind of awesome. That's, watch the show. That's, that's not, 100% that's not what true. It is. What was the other show before? Not the, We'll get back to Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Good Morning, Miss Bliss. It's, okay. the, it's the middle school version. They just went from middle school to high school. Okay. It's not different. It's just they went from middle school to high school. If you say so. What do you mean if I say so? I was pretty sure it wasn't it was in high school he or in Miss Bliss, he wasn't the cool kid. He was just a kid that was there he's too. He's the exact same character. Is he? Yeah, he's still Zach Morris. Oh yeah. He's, character. And he was still like the, the scammer or the schemer, like the hip kid, like I guess it's something I never watched. Yeah, so I'm aware it existed, but I've never watched it. Trying to have any kind of argument or like debate with me about Saved by the Bells, I'd be like, I'm going to debate George Washington on the writing of the Declaration of Independence. Like, you just, you're like, eh, maybe I should just let him have this one. I mean, you can have Saved by the Bell all day long, I guess. Did you see that there's a Cobra Kai comic book series coming out? There is. We've ordered copies at the store. Hmm, Interesting. Anyway. It should be neat. So, Donnie Darko, with most of his films, I feel like. Who's the dude that did fucking Lost Highway? David Lynch. Yeah. So when I watch 
these movies, I feel like I'm watching a David Lynch movie. I feel like I'm waiting and I know that something big is going to happen, but yet nothing big quite ever happens. Like something's going on. I know it's going on, but I don't know what it is that's going on, and I haven't quite figured it out. And I feel like that they almost do that on purpose to make you feel like you're fucking stupid compared to them. That's how I feel about it, so that's why I don't like it. As we go on, Southland Tales is the same way. I feel like, oh, there's something very interesting going on with this movie. I can't wait to see it come to fruition, but yet you just never figure out what it is that comes to fruition. Like, I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the mystery part of it. The mystery of the David Lynch tells. David Lynch is way fucking just, worse. Like to be fair, David Lynch is way fucking worse. Because like, like when you watch Mulholland Drive, I'm like, yeah. and I I love that movie, but I agree with you. You're like, like, what is what this the, movie even about? It's like yeah. I don't even know what you're trying to. You're like, oh, there's a story here. I fucking promise. It's like, where? Where's the fucking story? <laughs> <laughs> so we, I can't wait to do David Lynch. We should do him eventually for sure, because I have a lot to say about that motherfucker. I need to catch up on some of those films. I'll give you, there's a lot of like Blue Velvet se- was brilliant sequences of just highway. God damn it, ridiculous. That's too shit. Oh, haha, <laughs> funny. At least I'm keeping track. Well, best part of Donnie Darko. The well, there's Pat- a lot of good stuff. That Patrick Swayze was like a child molesting TV evangelist. I wouldn't say that the best. I mean, that was that was that was pretty great for sure. That was pretty cool. I do have a piece of trivia on that. Patrick Swayze wore his own clothes from the 1980s for the film. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Did he get a credit as uh, what do you call that? Costumes? I I doubt it. He should (laughs) have. He's like, "Ah, that's cool. I just wear what I'm wearing today. Oh, what? You want me to look like a pedophile? In the 80s, I can do that. How about I just wear my roadhouse clothes when I fucking rip that dude's throat <laughs> he's out? There's not always wearing them there, but it is funny that those are his own, like... I know, like the, the V-neck, no, I know V-neck button-ups and the fucking... That's not how he looks in the The hammer style. pants. <laughs> he wasn't wearing hammer yeah, pants. Kind of. I guess they... Man, that is double hilarious now that I think about it. They were kind of hammer pants, Yeah. I do, like, I love Roadhouse, but I hate the fact that they kill fucking Sam Elliott. That, like, every time I watch that movie, I get upset about it. See, so it's how you're supposed to feel. It's like our text and never ending story. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The horse dies every time? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. And then it comes back to life every time, too. But Sam Elliott doesn't. That's right. true. Yeah. Poor Sam Elliott. Whatever happened to the Ronda Rousey remake of Roadhouse? When, when is that going to happen? Who cares? I was into it. I was like, fuck it. She's going to get her ass kicked anyway. I think maybe she was Patrick Swayze's daughter or something. I was... Oh, that'd be crazy. She'll just get choked out by some fucking ginger named Holly Holm anyway. Like, I mean, that's why you don't let Holly Holm come to the set. It's fine. It's a movie. It's gotta different. Be, gotta be careful. Those gingers, very violent. No souls. No souls. <laughs> it's not. Nah. What? Well, you can't. I mean, I can't prove or it's disprove a, anybody having a soul, really. But you know, why are you so defensive, gingers? Do you know a bunch? I mean, I know some. Yeah, well, they probably don't have souls. Mm-hmm. And if they listen to this podcast, it's not our fault. I didn't make them. <laughs> oh my god! So cool story. Holmes Osborne, who plays the dad of Donnie Darko, 
I got to hang out with him at a wedding one time that I was filming and got kind of wine drunk and just hung out with him for a couple hours. Did you do Molly with him? No. no. I, I don't think Molly was happening then. It was in like... <laughs> fuck, when was it? 2008, 2009. It was after Tales before the box because he's in all of Richard Kelly's movies. He's the, in Southland Tales too? Uh-huh. He's oh. like the senator... Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. Man, I didn't realize that. And then he's like one of the other dads in the box. Yeah, I haven't seen but, the box, so. Mm. But yeah, and this, I don't know why I never like tried to do anything about it, but after hanging out with him for several hours, he was wanting to learn video editing for himself. Right. And his daughter... He was telling me the story about how his daughter went off to film school, New York film school, was friends with James Franco, and they made films together and shit, but yeah. he was wanting to start making, like, short films himself. Yeah. And this wedding was close to Kansas City, and he lived outside of Kansas City. And he was, he thought, you know, obviously I'm filming a wedding near Kansas City. He thought I lived somewhere around there. Oh, right. And asked me if I would teach him how to edit video. And I was like, well, I have to go back to Colorado, so... <laughs> but in retrospect, like... Right. You know, me being married, which led me to this wedding, because it was, like, my ex-wife's best friend's future husband, who was related to Holmes Osborne. Like, man, if I had known how that was going to turn out, I would have just fucking said, fuck it all, and went and hung out with this dude and taught him how to edit video. Do you think it was more of, like, a Harvey Weinstein thing, and he was just trying to, like, make you his, his man-boy? I mean, I think at the end of the day, worse things have probably happened to me than than that, maybe, so... Oh, my God. Yeah. I might have been able to have some kind of stardom out of that, you know? Like, who knows? At least infamy, right? I mean, you could have been like, I was also on a couple episodes of Dawson's Creek. You'd be like, even better. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but, yeah, that could have happened and didn't, and I'm like, damn, that was like one of those things I should have just been like, Fuck my life, I'm out. <laughs> Let's go make movies, uh, guy. Right? Uh -huh. Yeah. Anyway, he was really cool. Probably one of the coolest actors I've ever met. So, if you get a chance to meet Holmes Osborne, who was Tom Hanks' mentor, talk to him. It's kind of crazy that he's Tom Hanks' mentor. He's been around that long. Yeah. Okay, so you know what I just saw that's really cool about this movie? Because you got to play in the background. When he leaves the movie theater, this movie that's listed on the top of the playlist is The Evil Dead. That's awesome. Yeah. I never noticed that before. That was somewhere in the trivia, too. I didn't write it down, but... Yeah. That's cool. Um, Donnie Darko was Seth Rogen's... First feature film. That's true. He's the bully guy. Because before that, I think the only thing he did was what Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, was like that, and then he has a small role in Donnie Darko. His first line in the movie, or his first line ever in a feature film, was "I like your boobs." Really? You know, I guess I, m I remember him being in there, and I remember thinking, "So this is where that dude started." What a weird thing. I just didn't remember the line he said, but yeah, as a thing. That's well, yeah, bizarre. he was just, he was kind of just like, it was a small role, but he was just one of the 
Yeah, he's one, one of the bullies, the like one of the jerk of the class, one of the so. jerk jocks, and it turns out that he's like this big goofball guy. Take that, goofballs. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I have the biggest fucking crush on um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like she, ma- she's she's in this movie too. Yeah, like massive. Like she's she plays his actual sister in the movie. And yeah, she's his actual sister in real life. But it's pretty funny. I think she's fucking gorgeous. Totally. Secretary. I'm thinking more like Stranger Than Fiction, but even the secretary. Totally there, too. Just all of them, though. Like, anything she's in, I mean. Like, um, even in all the fucking Chris Nolan shit. Right. Batman. The Dark Knight. She actually said, she just released a statement saying that she thinks that Robert Pattinson is going to be a brilliant Batman. You know, if he's compared to fighting characters that are played by Jonah Hill, I'm sure he'll shine just fine. For somebody who speaks of the jaw so often, you look at Robert Pattinson and he has that fucking jaw, so like that's weird. He does have the jaw, that's true. So, I don't know, like, like we've been talked about him before in like the last episode, other than his appearance in Harry Potter and that he was in all the commercials that I saw for Twilight, I don't have any range for the dude because Twilight, I know he was in it, he's on all the posters. I never watched Twilight, so I don't know if the guy's any good. I think... You don't have to watch any of the Twilight No, movies, I agree, you know? entirely. I think, you know, that might have been what really just springboarded his career. But since then, he's done, like, really, from the few I've watched, really good have indie you, movies. So. Have you watched any of the fucking trailers to the fucking Lighthouse? Yeah, dude, I want to see that. <laughs> what? The seagull shit, like, makes me laugh. Like, that's twice just now. Um... Willem Dafoe killing a seagull, and it's like, you kill a goal. You, like, curse everyone, and it becomes this massive thing. Like, I... It looks so good. I, I don't know even... Like, um, I don't think we're going to get it, because it's I don't super, either. super indie, but... But I don't know what It's else. like a black and white movie about these two dudes up. <laughs> Live in a white... They're yeah, lighthouse like, keepers. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it the last episode. Yeah, we bit. did. But we, we didn't know any information on it, and then I watched the trailer, and I was like... That's a little, okay. Willem, Willem Dafoe like picks a fight with a seagull and like that's that's it that's my I'm done I, that was that was it damn it this is a good one for you guys at the rap party for the film Seth Rogen and Jake Gyllenhaal agree that they had no idea what the movie was about I still don't know what the movie is all about so. Well, you know, nobody not, really does. They're not alone. Not the director, I not could, the writer. I could explain what I think it's about, but <laughs> time travel. Well, obviously, it's about he's stuck in a time loop, and he has to figure out how to get out of it. And once he goes through that loop, if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, it just starts over again. So he's been in that loop for what I think is four times when the movie starts. So it's shitty Groundhog's Day, basically. A very different sci-fi version of it. Because Groundhog's Day is very sci-fi if you think about it. Well, yeah, but no. He's just reliving the I mean, same thing. He's stuck in a 28-day time loop, which is also another piece of trivia because that's how many days it actually took to film the movie, 28. But, yeah. I've got a cool one, though. So, you know, the they're called Future Blobs. You know, like all the blobs in the movie. 
uh, Richard Kelly came up with that idea while watching football. And John Madden used a telestrator where he'd diagram a pause video to show where the <laughs> players were about to go moments before letting the tape roll. Kelly watched this while high and started to think what would happen hypothetically if someone upstairs was doing that to humans. Fittingly enough, Donnie first notices the future blobs while watching football. Huh. That's kind of cool. Fucking like old John. school football technology, like... Fucking John Madden writing on the screen as people are doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of my favorite parts. So funny. We'll see you here as the play's going on. And what you got to do is just like you're running right down the left flank. Right? <laughs> John, the play's on over. Well, I know, but he's going to go right here, I think. And here's a guy selling hot dogs. I won't give me one of those after I go down the stairs. Crazy. It's always fun. John Mann does love hot dogs. That's true. Oh, yeah, Drew Barrymore's in this, too. I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. The song featured at the end of the movie Mad World by Gary Jules, which is a remake of Tears for Fears, right? Tears for Fears song originally, was the number one song around Christmas time in 2003, which is also kind of weird because that's two years after the movie came out. That is weird. But there's a Christmas tidbit just for you, Josh. I can't wait. It's basically here. I love Christmas. Last piece of trivia I have for Donnie Darko. At one point, it looked like the film was going to be released directly to home markets. Christopher Nolan was one of the influential factors in securing it a cinema release. Of course he was. My boy. Making shit happen. That movie didn't make good money. Richard Kelly got $9,000 to write and direct it. That's it? On a budget of $4.5 for the whole movie. And the movie only made, like, it made under its budget altogether. Hmm. But it's after it's after release, and it's, like, aftermarket shit, like, became kind of... It might have boosted it up, yeah. Like, I didn't see it in the theater, because, you know, it's probably only New York and L.A. and... Yeah, I, I think know. it had an Australia release, but... I was going to say, probably release-wise, I don't remember it being a big thing. I've bought three copies of the DVD, one of which was a director's cut. One I watched so much that I fucking had to throw it away and buy another one. Dang. And then I've bought two copies of it on Blu-ray. Now, obviously, I have it on digital, but... I think the reason I hate the movie so much is because I watched it with my girlfriend at the time who became, went on to be on my fiance for a short time. And like, she cried after the movie was over. Cause she said, and she said it, that that movie was so deep and so like, it touched her soul. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Made me want to push her down some stairs. So she got it more than you. She didn't get shit. She wasn't that smart. Okay. I'm just saying. I can, I can feel what he's saying. That it's, it's like the movie is trying to preach to you that there is something there that's a story. And if you don't get the story, then you're dumb. But yet, everybody that worked on the movie, admittedly, didn't have any idea what they were doing. Well, I had to, I had make, to watch it four or five you times make before your I was own like, story out of anything. Before I 
had a concept of what was going on. It's just like Avengers Endgame. You make your own headcanon. No it's problems. also the same girl that said that she had to watch Pulp Fiction three times before she understood the movie. Like that. Don't tell me that she's that smart, dude. Come on. Like Pulp Fiction makes sense the first time through. Mm, I watched it when I was like sixteen, and I didn't get it. Hmm. I don't know. Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Yeah, so I had to watch it a few more times when I was a teenager, yeah. Huh. Okay. But that was also one of the first movies I'd ever watched with the whole time jumping thing. Oh, that movie sure. does not go in chronological order. No. Oh, for sure it doesn't. Pulp Fiction doesn't, huh? So as a 16-year-old with fucking ADD, like, I was sure. like, what the fuck is going on? And I was probably really high because I smoked a lot of weed back then. See, the, we'll we'll blame it on that then. Sure. But her trying to tell me that she's like, you just don't understand it. And I'm like, I know I hate this movie because you think that you're smarter than me and I know that you're not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry. She wasn't smarter than me. I'm not saying she is. Just saying maybe you should watch it again. I've watched it multiple times. I've seen the movie probably like ten times. Like, I'm not against it. I just... I have a, it has a bad taste in my mouth because someone told me that I didn't understand it when I'm like there's not much to understand. It's not a David Lynch movie. <laughs> have you seen the box? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say if I'm the only one that's seen the box. What's the, what's the next movie, Tyler? Let's move past Darko. Um. Well, I don't. I didn't take any notes on this because he was only credited as a writer, but Domino. Domino's really fucking good. I like Domino that. was good. Yeah. And this is the the one trivia piece I have about it is that Richard Kelly wrote Domino and Tony Scott directed it, and it's been compared to how Quentin Tarantino wrote True Romance, Romance and Tony Scott directed that. So we should probably do a Tony Scott episode soon. You said that before, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's dead, rest in peace, but he's he was like the the main action director for a long time. Right. A lot of Denzel movies, you know. We should totally do a Tony Scott episode. Sure. But Southland Tales, 2006. And that's another one that's crazy. Very, very, very crazy. It's worse in that in the same vein of Donnie Darko, you're watching the whole movie... And you're like, I feel like something's going to happen, <laughs> but it never does. And it's a really, I like the movie. And the part where Justin Timberlake does the, like, the, dance the, inter, the intermission in the middle, I think is awesome. I think what you're supposed to learn from that movie is if you meet yourself in the fourth dimension, you become God. I'm pretty sure that's what you're supposed to learn. I think you're right. Pretty sure. No, yeah, I will agree with I that. I don't normally agree with you, but that's that's <laughs> we like, all just agreed. That's weird. Hey, that never happens. But I think we just met all of each each other in the fourth dimension. I don't necessarily so. think that's you have to meet yourself though, that's the problem. I do like the dance number in that movie too. So one cool thing about this is Richard Kelly's Richard Kelly consciously sought out actors that he felt had been pigeonholed and wanted to showcase their undiscovered talents. And if you look at the cast, there's a lot of people in there that, like... Oh, yeah, The Rock's on it? Justin Timberlake's in it? That, I, still, to Scott. this day, that's yeah. my favorite role The Rock has ever played. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Because huh. he just has all these weird tics, and he's so, like... It is different he's than most so methodical and so funny in a different way than just, yeah. like, being in a fucking family comedy movie. Right. Like, he's... It's very... I don't know. That one was very well thought out. And then Sean William Scott... Yeah, he's great ...was man. so good in it. Michelle Geller's fine in it, too, but... William Scott is great in it. Like, as far as the movie's concerned, they did this, and then they turned around and made the, the rundown. Him and The Rock... Awesome. Right. That's a pretty good movie. Yeah, and then, who else is in it that's really awesome? Curtis Armstrong. He played Booger in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do think that guy's funny, but I wouldn't necessarily say he should be on the front of the poster. John Lovitz has a funny little role in it. I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Poehler, too. Oh, I forgot she was in it all together. God. Um... Christopher Lambert's in it? Christopher Lambert is in it as a f- weirdo like he is in Highlander and all the other shit. <laughs> he basically plays... There can be only one. He basically plays Highlander in it. Mandy Moore. Yeah, Mandy Moore. Holmes Osborne. Holmes Osborne is the senator. Wallace Shawn from Princess Bride. Sherry O'Terry. There's Amy, a... Amy Poehler, you already said her. There's so many good people in that movie. It still makes it still one has a rough time making sense, but yeah. Oh, Kevin Smith's in it too. I think we all just mm. made sense of it. Oh like, well, what you just said, I totally agree with. That's, That's what that what movie's you, about. Yeah. That is what you're supposed to get out of it. Yeah. What the ending in the desert's all about. Yeah. But again, you watch it, and you're just like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't want to bring it back. I don't do, I guess I don't really do this very often, but I watched, um, Darjeeling Limited with my brother-in-law one night, like years ago, years ago. And at the end of it, I was like, that movie was fucking amazing. And he was like, I don't get it. And I was like, Wait, what don't you get? It's like three brothers, like on a fucking adventure together who like just be, they refine themselves and like re, like refine their love for one another. And he's like, he's like, I don't fucking get it. That movie was fucking terrible. Because I felt like it was going somewhere, then it just never did. And I'm like, oh, that's how I feel about Southland Tales. <laughs> it's like, I... <laughs> I can see that, yeah. I'm excited for this to go somewhere, because it seems so good. Because all these brilliant people are in it together, and then all of a sudden it's like, mm. It just never quite pays off. Oh, yeah. I didn't write, or I didn't copy this one down, but there was a piece of trivia about the... You remember in the movie where the they have like the whole energy system in the ocean called fluid karma? Okay. It was yeah. like a part of the movie. I guess some of those designs were based on designs that Nikolai Tesla made that were never actually like amounted to anything. Right. Huh, okay. But the whole concept of that was from Nikolai Tesla. I can see that. Cause it's like something he was working on before he crazy. died, and just like it never became anything. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's that's a neat piece. Of, that's neat. Yeah. Huh. South and Tell's crazy. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that again. It's been yeah, a while. I kinda, yeah, I kind of do. I mean, I've seen it probably five times, but and it really is to me. The the way that they do it with with Justin Timberlake like lipping lip syncing that whole song like that killer song is so good. 
Yeah. It's it is it, it, it's just such a good song. I was him for Halloween twice because I had that white shirt. I had that white bloody shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that became actually I used that shirt three times for Halloween. Twice to be him and then once to be a zombie. Nice. But yeah. It's still crazy. Music video in the middle of the movie, crazy. What's after that? Next is The Box, 2009, Mm -hmm. which was adapted from an old Twilight Zone episode called Button Button from 1986. Or the concept, anyway. Oh, from the second second Twilight Zone series. Mm -hmm. I saw that, and I was like, I don't remember the first one, because I've seen all the first ones. But the second series was a little... that, that, That 80s series was a little different. I didn't see all those. Yeah, I haven't seen... I watched whatever my dad watched when I was a kid, which I think was just the original, original series. So yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a good movie. It's um, so kind of, so so question, what would you do, CBS? About what? So I've he never, doesn't I've know. Never seen this movie. He doesn't know the premise. Okay. So all right, the premise is man down. The premise is. There's a family, and so they have a kid. The kid is in school. The dad is at work, and the dad works for NASA. And the wife is a teacher, but she gets home before anyone else on this specific day. And the doorbell rings. Played by Cameron Diaz. The doorbell rings, and this guy who has a fucked-up face... Like, really fucked up. Like, half a face, kind of. Okay. Is there with a briefcase. And it's Frank Langella, who's awesome in the movie. You know who that is, right? The name makes sense, but I can draw a face to it. My favorite role he is in was Skeletor in Masters of the Universe. Oh, okay. The live-action one. Yeah, yeah. That guy. Fucked up face. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes in, and he has a box. He opens a box. It has this... It has, like, a button... And then he has a briefcase that has a million dollars in it. And he's basically like, at any point in the next 24 hours, if you hit this button, you can keep this million dollars. But if you do that, someone you don't know will die. So that's like the whole premise of the movie, and it's about what they decide to do. But there's all this other mystery behind it. You're looking like, like, did I just not explain that good? Like, no, it's you a pretty it awesome. Just, just so seems it's like, like a, here's a million dollars. Yeah, it just seems you like you can a, have it if you push this button. There's a key answer that. But when you push this like. button, it's going to kill somebody somewhere in the world. Right. But you don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a super easy answer for everyone. Well, you got to watch the movie to see like if it is an easy answer or not. Okay. Long story short, there are other consequences, obviously, that come out of that. So but only someone they don't know dies, but there's other consequences. Are they aware of the other consequences at the beginning? Or is that part of the setup for the movie? No, if but you it, use your brain, but it's just like you the, could be aware of those but consequences. But it's just like the genie in the lamp. It's like if you don't ask the question 
if you like, if you don't you make ask your the question right, if you don't make your wish properly known, yeah. it it's like I want a million dollars. Like, oh, you want a million dollars? You're like, God damn it, you fucking asshole! Or you, or you want a million bucks, and you wake up, open open your front door the next morning, and it's a bunch of deer sitting on your front lawn. Exactly. Yeah, I feel you. Genies are tricky. That'd be terrible. The genie. Yeah. Like, What's your three wishes? I'm like, my wish is I never fucking found this lamp. But so that's the right answer. <laughs> a cool piece of trivia there, though, is the parents were based on Richard Kelly's parents because his father worked for NASA on the Mars Viking lander program and helped develop that camera. Oh damn! Oh, that's crazy. Which is rad. Which maybe yeah. explains why he makes so such weird, weird fucking movies. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, another thing about the movie I really like, which you guys probably don't care about, is three people from the Arcade Fire made the music for it, and it's really, really good. I don't like Arcade Fire. Yeah, I know you don't. That's why I said, yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a really good, a really good, like, mystery kind of horror movie, though, like, especially with Halloween coming up, people watching those kind of movies like this one should be on everyone's list it's like more psychological thriller yeah but if you say so still has some sci-fi elements you'd like it actually i don't it's weird that you haven't seen it seems mm-hmm. like when you have seen nope oh, i've seen it 200 times i don't account for that but that's probably close <laughs> Yeah, well, how many times have you seen Starship Troopers, bro? Like 40 or 50, probably. New talks about Starship Troopers a lot, which is really blows my mind. And I haven't listened to him as long as I've loved that movie, is Joe Rogan. He brings up to filmmakers all the time. He's like, you know what movie was really before its time? Starship Troopers. And he, like, says that on a regular basis on his podcast. And people are like, um... I don't think I've seen that movie. Even he did it on the Rob Zombie episode. And Rob Zombie's like, yeah, I haven't seen that movie. He's like, you need to fucking watch it, man. That's a fucking amazing movie. Like, you need to watch it. Like, you just, you don't understand how good it is. It was before its time. He's like trying to convince Rob Zombie to watch Starship Troopers. I was like, <laughs> that's, that's pretty weird. I'm like, did you want to do karate in the garage? Do we just become best friends, Joe Rogan? That's how I felt. <laughs> of course, his best friends are like, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Mario <laughs> Shafir, and that's basically like in my in my life. CBS is Ari Shafir. There Which one am I? Tom Segura. So who's Kreischer? I have to be Tom Burt Kreischer. Or Skip probably. Huh. Alright. I guess I could kind of see that with Skip, I guess. I could, I could actually see that. I, I wasn't ca- I wasn't calling myself Joe Rogan by any means. That dude's way too intense for me. I don't feel like I'm that intense as a person, but... I'm just saying that he likes Starship He Troopers. also likes Starship Troopers. Huzzah. What's the next movie, Tyler? I can see you guys being friends. I think so. There's no more next movies. No more next movies? No, he only made four, and the first one, none of us have seen it, and I don't know what to say about it, so. Right. Domino, he just wrote. Right. And the other ones he's a producer on. Sure, I really smashed that movie, though. 
She's Domino? Good. Yeah, that's Domino's a good great. I, that's a fun movie. Yeah, for sure. It's based off a real person, too. What? Yeah, the character she's playing is was a, a real model lady that turned hitman that was framed up for a job. The whole movie's loosely based on a real person. Huh. Yeah. I like that movie, too. That that's was great. Cool. Yeah. Well, he's got some upcoming ones, but some of them have been upcoming for so many years that I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, there's three, isn't there? There's three of them, and the box was in 2009, and here we are, and it's 2019. It's ten years, yeah. Ten years of who knows what he's doing. I don't know. That is awfully weird. But there's one called Amicus, which is a crime thriller. Premises: A former record executive hires a hitman to kill his family in an attempt to gain his son's inheritance from a medical malpractice suit. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so that sounds fucked up, but maybe, I don't know, could be cool. And then there's one called Soulmates. No idea what it's about. Maybe it's a sequel to Soul Surfer. Yeah, maybe. That weird, weird chick with a nub arm. And then his longest, apparently he's going to make next film since like 2011, Corpus Christi, which is about an Iraq war veteran teams up with a wealthy business owner in Texas. That's all it says. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd kind of like for him to make more films. Yeah. I think it's just right enough that Donnie Darko hot topic money, man. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. Because if you only made $9,000 from, like, it's like, okay, you get $9,000 to make the movie, but, I mean, if it makes anything else and you can have it, then all of a sudden hot topic's like, Donnie Darko's amazing. It's a cool classic. You gotta think about all the, all the other shit, too. Like, you know how many places sell, like, Donnie Darko shirts and Donnie Darko fucking serious magnets and fucking all that kind of shit. Yeah. Like the rabbit things on everything. Everything, dude. Hoodies, t-shirts, socks, boxers. So maybe he really is just riding those coattails, you know? If he had some sort of, some some sort of thing in his contract that like lets him make that money, but if it's just the studio is just like we're gonna make fucking more money off this shit, then he's kind of still getting fucked. You know what I mean? Right. So. Well, I think he's more talented than people give him credit for, but what do I know? He's definitely trying to do something. He does it well because he like touches people in weird ways. But I just want to know, like... Like a pedophile does? Is he going to make a movie where you don't have to just be told you're an idiot if you don't understand it the first time? Can he just make a movie one time that's just like, this is how it is? I mean, the box is pretty straightforward, I guess. I mean, it's it's not... You're not all, oh, I don't get what happened. Like, I mean, you get it, but... Right. Yeah, they kind of do explain that one, so... But then still, it's like his least celebrated movie somehow. Right. I don't know. I think he has a bunch of haters. Well, you're known for doing nonsense or making nonsense. And if you make something that makes any sense at all, all of a sudden, it's a total pendulum swing for you. 
Right. I mean, I guess he is friends with Kevin Smith, so I know why you don't like him. You can be friends with Smith all day long. It doesn't change the fact the guy's a jerk. Maybe not a jerk. A backstabbing, thieving asshole? There you go. There you go. I thought jerk was a little light. I told that story to somebody the other day. There you go. Huh? I told that story to somebody the other day. Nice. So what happens. Earlier before the podcast, we were talking about that Robin Williams movie. Did we decide that his company just had a hand in it? Is that what the deal was? The world's well, best he, dad? Well, he is attributed as a, or credited as a producer. producer okay. But yeah, he started Darko Entertainment and produced World's Greatest Dad. And I hope they serve better in hell. Right. I think there was one other one. Oh, that movie based off that. The drunk college frat boy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wanted nothing to do with the the S. Darko movie. Samantha. Yeah. Well, there you go. I watched like 30 minutes of that and I was like, I'm out. Hmm. I watched the whole thing and I didn't feel any smarter afterwards. Well, maybe he can make a Darko sequel. A real one. And likely. But maybe. Whatever. Does it need a sequel? I'm going to go with no. It, just make it doesn't movie. need one, but, you know, people in sequels nowadays. You know, yeah, so. I think it's made to make a new movie. Doesn't seem like he wants to do that either. His 10-year dry streak, yeah, good point. I know you listen to like a bunch of people talking about trying to make movies to Hollywood, but where you just you put all these eggs in one basket and you just push it and push it and push it and do all this research and then it just doesn't ever pay off. And so you just spent like several years of your life trying to work and make this thing work and it doesn't pay, pay off. So if he's got three things in the works, I mean, who knows how many things he had in the works that didn't pay off already. So it's just kind of weird to me that. He hasn't already been signed up to do, unless he's just such the artistic guy where he's like, nope, I'm not going to do that thing that just pays me. If he just refuses Maybe to do Maybe he is, I don't know. Which, more power to him. But, I don't know. It just kind of depends how long you, like, how much did he get paid for writing the box and directing it, like, with all the big people in it, did he make a couple million bucks and that's enough for him? Like, maybe he's that guy that doesn't need maybe zillions of dollars. He's just, just like, I just put this money in the bank account and paid my rent and drove my Honda Accord to work every day. Like, that's what I do. Very possible. Because mm-hmm. not, not every asshole needs a fucking mansion and join Scientology, so. <laughs> true that. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, CBS would for sure join Scientology. I mean, there's a lot of good people there. So, spaceships and He's all, you know, it's all about money. Give me millions of dollars to do these things, and I want more millions of dollars to do these other things. And he'd be like, I want golden cocks squirting out fucking Dye Mountain Dew as I fucking take showers every day. Because I want to be able to drink Dye Mountain Dew out of a golden cock (laughs) as I take a shower. That's definitely not true. I don't really have a. It's really good imagery, though. I'm I'm getting some. 
Very bizarre I mean, he images used, in my he head. He descriptive words. I mean, that's good. And he's trying to make his vocabulary bigger, so I guess that's good. What if it, if it's a golden vagina and it's peeing Diet Mountain Dew on you? It's still gross. I mean, at least that's a little but more... But it's, it's just on the wall. It's still gross. And you just push... It feels like a dragon's mouth. But you just push the... It's like a, <laughs> but it's like, a fount, it's like a fountain soda machine. You just push the button and it like... It I think we just it, have it, a normal fountain machine. You wouldn't want it shaped as a golden vagina no. and penis? No. Why you gotta be so weird about things? It's not me being weird. I feel like you're being real weird about stuff. Mm, that's not the case. Look, when you become a millionaire, you're going to be like, whoa, you know, I just want things to be real basic and boring. Like, no, you get fucking eccentric, and that's you try to be all weird. <laughs> not eccentric like that. I mean, yeah, I'd be spending money on, like, making TV shows and stuff, but shows the only I wanted to watch, which is sad. But not silly nonsense for no reason. I mean, silly nonsense like, I don't know, a giant... G.I. Joe Stronghold and, like, a train display that drove through it, which would be awesome. But not, like... That's, like, a couple thousand dollars, though. That's not whatever. That's not millions I'm, of dollars. When, when I say giant, I meant, like, bigger than Kevin Spacey's, like, Lex Luthor set up in the Superman Returns movie. That's which is, like, a whole bottom of a, a building. That's still thousands of dollars, not millions mm -hmm. of dollars. You need, like, a solid gold cock in the shower... That you push a button, or you have to that's, stroke it off I mean, for it to give you Diamond not, Dew. That's not my. That's not my dream. That's my I mean, dream. I guess if you that want that, then I guess pet the shaft a little bit. Your dream. My dream is my dream is that he has to work for the poison that he puts in his body. So he's just like, if I want Diamond Dew, I have to jerk off this golden cock, and then I get to drink Diamond Dew. So now we understand whose dream it really is. So as much as you drink, you're gonna have to really be like, just like mm. shake weight in that fucking golden cock on the wall. Yeah. Good. Good for you. Trying to save your life. It has nothing to do with that at all. That's 100% has to do with it. Sure it is. I'd be buying dumb shit like fucking the kid in blank check, <laughs> like building a water slide going out of my fucking room and stuff. Like MC that's, Hammer in it? That's the kind of shit I'd be doing. Well, see, that's all cool and stuff, but yeah. it's, again... MC Hammer. Are you going to move to somewhere where there's no wintertime? Because the water slide's great year-round in, like, Arizona. That's why it's stupid. I mean, realistically, I probably have like five homes in different areas. Right. Yeah. And that's why people lose all their money because then they're like, I, I pay for this on my own. And they're like, yeah, but your property taxes is like $100,000 a year. And you're like, fuck. Well, I mean, the yeah, first thing the I would do would be God. triple my money, obviously. How would you do that? Invest in something. I don't know. Several things. Real estate. Is that a good enough investment? That seems like where everybody goes wrong, so. <laughs> That's why the T.O.'s broke and Ocho Cinco's broke and Antonio Brown's probably going to be broke. Yeah, he's Did you guys see that video of him getting crazy and throwing his furniture out of the fucking place? No. Yeah, he's just getting crazier. So it's time to... Drop his ass, huh? He's oh, yeah. not getting picked up by Oh, anything. he's definitely not coming back. Like, you you got fucked again by another ex-Steelers player. You should have known that. Sorry. No, you're right. There's a pattern there. No more drafting Steelers. Because <laughs> Big Ben's done, like, forever, probably. Probably. He was, Do they really think forever? Yeah. I, he wanted to retire before the season started anyways. Well, he's like 37, 38, isn't he? Yeah, and then, like, he, mm. he, he, he like, he full-on just, like, his elbows, blew, he blew his elbow out. Like it's, Crazy. It's a hard injury to come back from. And it, 
his age and where where his mind's at, where he didn't want to come back anyway, I I would assume he's probably done. You know, I have fucking Smith Schuster on one of my teams too, so he'll probably fuck me soon. Yeah, because he doesn't have me throw to him. Um, it's bad news. A little bit of music news. The new Blink-182 album, I'm actually surprisingly into it. It's really good. Um, Red City Radio has a new single. Um, Menzingers have a new album coming out soon. They have, they have singles out for it. The Bayside also has a new album coming out soon. And the new Off of Their Heads album is incredible. So that's what I got for music news. Uh, Connor did see The Who at <laughs> um, Riot Fest. Right. He said they were awesome. TBS played some, some of that in the last episode. Yeah. It's good stuff. Pretty interesting stuff, for sure. But you wouldn't have some sort of weird, sweet device coming out in your shower to drink diamond. No. It would just be like a normal That's spout. the most ridiculous thing ever. Like an elephant tub, like trunk. No. Absolutely not. A giant shower with like multiple shower heads and you have like a, an elephant trunk no. that comes down and you like push the fountain button and like first about dime out doing your mouth. No. Why are you getting so disgusted by that? Would you have one it's that not had disgusted. It's white clog like come out of it? Most ridiculous thing ever. Me personally? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would have a different, a different things though. Coconut water, like just regular water, like look, LaCroix, just for the fuck of it, you know, White Claw. I mean, I mean, if that, if when you're a millionaire, why not? Just like be like, well, I, whatever's on tap, you know, whatever's feeling good. I would think maybe like a saber tooth tiger head and the tusks are like the fountain dispensers. That's what I'm thinking personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get real dirty, like a vagina on the wall and then like you push it and it's like, it kind of like pees whatever you're drinking out of like the the vagina pee hole. I mean, yeah, good old gash right in your shower. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, just get crazy with it. Like, All why right. not? Did either of you watch Is Always Sunny? I did. Which watch episode? It. The new one. The new new one. <laughs> Is it the one where they're trying to run their house like an Airbnb? Yeah. The apartments, part of it. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty funny. It wasn't like good, good, but it was pretty funny. It's, uh. It was funny. I think the funniest part is that you, for a minute, you forget that Mac is gay. And then towards the end of it, he's obviously trying to get with that dude. And I'm like, this is really funny now because he's <laughs> trying to fuck this dude who's not gay. Yeah, I don't know. I thought the Frank and Charlie shit was like the funniest yeah, part. Yeah, for though. sure. Like the cheese sandwich with the peanut butter in it. Like. On the radiator. I was like, that was pretty good. Yeah. It was a weaker episode. And then I do, I do like how they call vagina gash several times though. We gash. come back for, we come back in one year and we will get all the gash. Gash is a, I'm going to start using that word <laughs> Jeez. on a regular basis. All right. You had a good start. So there you go. It was kind of a rough episode. It wasn't as good as it could have been. Well, you know, we got to do people every once in a while that don't have 12,000 movies. So, I feel like oh, I'm talking, about the news. News. I'm, I'm talking about the new Always Sunny episode. 
Well, wasn't as good as I was hoping it was going to be. <laughs> oh yeah, it. W- I, I was like, I thought I was just in a mood where I like, like I had to watch it again. I but, feel the same way. I need to watch it again. But maybe watching it again will change that. But I don't know. The stuff you know. with the toe spoon was pretty. <laughs> a little much. <laughs> you know, he uses the spoon because, like, when you slip, it doesn't fillet your toe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So there's some good there's stuff. some good stuff in there. It just the they set the bar so high with the last few seasons. They set like, the bar so high with every season. But is yeah. this thirteenth season? Is that what it is? Fourteen. Doesn't it like mm. match some sort of like record of seasons of TV shows or something? I don't know. I'm not sure. I saw that it did, but. I mean, The Simpsons is, is like in season like 31, but I don't know if it counts because it's an animated show. Yeah, and South Park is animated. 23 just started. It's animated as well, but like, what was Cheers? Who Cheers knows? Long. Seinfeld was 12? Seinfeld was on 10. No, I think it was 12. 10. Yeah, I don't know. That's. More than is good to have made of? Well, do you count those shitty shows like General Hospital and stuff like that that have been on since, like... Oh, like your soap, soap operas? Fucking soap operas knows when. Okay. Um, Grey's Anatomy. I feel like it has a zillion fucking seasons. That's in 15, I think, right now. Yeah. Maybe even 16. Jeez. But I kind of just don't count those hospital bullshit shows either, though. Right. It's like... You know, I was, okay, mentioning hospital shows, I don't know how I, I don't know what I was looking on YouTube, but I stumbled across this, like, I think it's Russian version of... That was porn. that wasn't YouTube. No, it was YouTube. A Russian version of, best I can tell, it's like House, but a Russian version of House. Anyway, I watched part of an episode. Actually, I thought, yeah, I could have fast forward towards the middle because I was like, I can't understand this anyway. But, yeah, it seemed like, kind of like they took House and then Scrubs and intermingled it to make this show. I was hoping to find a version of it that was dubbed, but I couldn't find one, so. Anyway, I don't know why I bothered mentioning it, but there you go. That's weird. You know, House is basically just, uh, Sherlock Holmes, right? Oh, yeah. The, you, yeah, the the whole show, he yeah, he's basically wandering around being mystery solving weirdo. That's yeah, Sherlock Holmes. Okay. I didn't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. I guess I never really thought about it, so I guess I didn't care. But okay. Anywho. 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 At least one of us loves you, Richard Kelly. Keep that in mind. I don't dislike him. I just don't. I just wish he would, wouldn't, wasn't so like, hey, I'm smarter than you. Well, so I mean, his dad worked for NASA, so maybe he is smarter than all of us. His dad's smarter than everybody for sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Anywho, make more movies, bro. So the next episode, we're probably going to be doing a Joker episode because it's a. Uh, that's the next big blockbuster coming out. How are we going to do that? Neither one of you is going to go see it. That's not true. I told CBS I'd help him and go 
next week. Oh, so you guys are going to see it? Just because I didn't don't it's like Thursday that. night, it so you'll probably go see it. I assume. It seems like last time. Now, this Thursday. This coming Thursday. Yeah. yeah. When, in, when this comes out, in I'll be in two, Denver. Probably. Oh yeah. It's like my last fucking trip to Denver. Like. Ugh. So next weekend, so we should maybe like next episode, we maybe should do like a combined one with top five and do. A Joker one. See how many people get murdered first. I probably won't go to the... I'll probably help CBS with it, but I won't go to the actual movie. Because I don't want to get murdered. <laughs> I don't think those two things correlate together. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's highly unlikely. We'll see how it happens. I mean, I guess. When I'm not dead, I'll be like, told you so. <laughs> it's ridiculous. CBS will be fine. I well, mean, CBS maybe. will be fine, but... He has that weird fucking... I mean, I'll be in Denver. Maybe I'll go check it in a theater in Aurora somewhere. It's surprisingly, I think the... I don't know if all the Aurora theaters aren't showing it, but the the one that the shooting happened at's not. I mean, obviously. So, Why would you? So fucking stupid. I get them not doing it. Why? I get it. Paranoia Why? is real, man. That shit was a fucking inside job like a motherfucker. Do some research on that shooting. That shit is fucking... That, that shit was set up to begin with. The da- the dude's dad was like was a big investigator on the big banking, and he was gonna like. I'm not even get in this. I can't even get like it's. We'll get into it in that. Episode. It had nothing to do with Batman, but yeah, I'll do a bunch of research. We'll do that on the next episode, for sure. Okay, Tyler. All right. Well, let us know if there's anything you would like us to do. I feel like we always decide who we're going to do. And if any viewers out there that we have actually have a suggestion for a topic or director or actor or whatever. Hit us up on social media. Let us fucking know. Facebook.com. Never been done. Instagram. Never been done. We do have an email. I don't think it's get checked because Tyler doesn't know the address, uh, password. Never been done at gmail.com. Well, I mean, if you're going to hit us up on social media, that's easier anyway. Right. Don't email us. It's fucking stupid. Um, leave us a review on Apple and or anything else. Podomatic.com backslash never been done podcast. Um, now that we're on Spotify, that's cool too. Yeah, on Spotify now. Yeah. Um, all to all the new listeners, we, cause I know we have a few. Um, we tried to be less racist this one. But just in case we didn't meet our racist quota, Asians are the devil. Um, other than that. I don't think there was any trying. It just naturally was more normal. Uh, naturally, we're mostly racist. I came up it? with a new... a new. Uh, I thought it was a racy, but... A new term you could call someone to, like, that I'm going to start using. But Tori was giving me shit for wanting pizza today, so I started calling her a Zotzi. Zatsi? A pizza Nazi. Pizza Nazi. Zatsi. <laughs> Zatsi. <laughs> That's not um, racist. That just means... No, but it sounds good. A Zatsi. Zatsi. Good job. Oh. So don't be a Zatsi, all you people. Don't be a Zatsi. And don't put pineapple on pizza. That's fucking... Yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me check my yeah, Definitely don't do that. Okay. That's fucking garbage. Don't put pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Ridiculous. That is definitely supreme exp- excrement. Blech. No good.
Like, who wants that on pizza? It's like taking a bite out of communist, a hard, warm chunk of sweetness on something that's savory. It t- it's like you're eating a bug. It's like strawberry ice cream with chunks of actual strawberries. Is like it's like you're chewing on a bloody loogie. That's what it reminds me of. The texturally, it's like bleh. it's like placenta. I've never had placenta in my mouth, but sure, I'm sure. I've actually heard placenta is very. Um, healthy it has like a lot of vitamins and minerals in it that they're definitely good for people. I'll keep that in mind next time I make a smoothie. Put some placenta in it. Yeah, super gross. Have you ever eaten placenta? No, I don't know if it's gross or not. The concept alone is. You gross. won't even eat fucking lettuce, so obviously you're gonna you're gonna dislike it. Oh, there you go. Or tomatoes. I mean, tomato paste. Different. You're like, I don't like tomatoes, but I like tomato paste. Yeah. It's the same, t- it's the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's the same te- it's a texture thing. You eat Rotel. What's Rotel? Like the canned, the cre- seasoned tomatoes. The corn dip that I make. Oh, yeah. There's That's tomatoes in that. Whatever. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyone else got anything to say? We good. We out? I'm pretty sure we've been done for the last ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well. It doesn't even matter. To infinity and beyond. Woo-hoo!